Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. As always, we are here to talk about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. At the end of the season, we'll use all of them to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is? This is episode two of Basil Week. We are starting today's episode off with some tricky trivia. Then we'll have an expert interview in our Ask a Grown-Up segment. There's sure to be a ton of learning in this one, so if you're feeling a bit green when it comes to basil, fear not. Sorry. Let's get started. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. That's amazing, Molly. Mystery Recipe. All right, welcome back to Mystery Recipe. It's time for another round of tricky trivia. But first, I need my right-hand gal, Mitzi. Right here, Molly. But I'm on your left. Is that okay? Of course it is, Mitzi. Are you ready for some tricky trivia? Ready to do my best and learn some new facts in the process, if that's what you mean. Sure is. So, for anyone who hasn't played with us before, here's how this game works. I'm going to say a fact about basil, and you and Mitzi guess whether that fact is true or false. Are you ready for your first one? Let's do this. All right. True or false. Basil can come in over 160 different varieties. So what do you think, Mitzi? Does basil come in over 160 varieties? Huh. Uh, that That's a great question there, Molly. Uh, I'm sure going to give it a lot of thought and uh, really mull that one over for a minute. Uh, after you tell me what the word varieties means. Oh, of course. Sorry, Mitzi. A variety is like a different version or type of the same thing. Almost like a flavor. So lollipops can come in lots of different varieties. Cherry, grape, green apple, blue... I think it's supposed to be blue raspberry, actually, not just blue. Uh, blue raspberries are, like, not a thing. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. You're also right about all those being different varieties of lollipops, though. Well, I'm sure there are hundreds of varieties of lollipops. Basil leaves might be very different, but I'm going to take a guess here and say, true? You're right, Mitzi. The answer is true. Whoa, that's amazing. There are over 160 different varieties of the same plant? Yes, there are over 160 different varieties of basil, and they all smell and taste a little different. Sometimes the size and color of the leaves might be a bit different, too. It's sort of like different breeds of dog. Some dogs are tiny with pointy ears. Some are really big with big, droopy ears. Even though dogs come in all shapes and sizes, they're all still dogs. Basil varieties are like dog breeds. Some basil has long stems and big leaves. Some basil is short with tiny leaves. Some basil is sweeter. Some basil tastes almost sour like lemons. Whoa! Interesting! Who knew basil could come in so many shapes and sizes? Some varieties, which are pretty common in cooking, are lemon basil, sweet basil, or cinnamon basil. I bet those are named after the way that they taste. True! Ha-ha! The tables have turned! All right, are you ready for your next true or false? 
Let's do this. True or false, basil plants are very hard to grow and can only be grown by professional farmers. So, is this true or false? Are basil plants so hard to grow they can only be grown by professional farmers? Huh, well, basil is delicate and delicious, so it's probably hard to grow. And there are so many different varieties. It's probably something to leaf to the professionals, pun intended. So, is that one true? Actually, the answer is false. Huh. They aren't that hard to grow, then. Nope, basil plants grow very quickly, especially compared to other plants. And they are really adaptable. They can grow well in a lot of different environments. So, you don't have to be a professional farmer to grow basil. Nope, it's actually very common for people to grow their own basil at home, in a backyard, indoor, or community garden. Wow, that's amazing, Molly. I want to learn to grow my own basil at home. Well, maybe our next segment will help with that. We're going to talk to an urban farming specialist. Two, actually. Danielle Andrews and Arlette Lopez both work at The Food Project right here in Boston. They are using gardens as a way to grow not just plants, but also community. Because even though Danielle is a grown-up and Arlette is a teenager, they both work together to teach gardening classes in different communities around Boston. We'll be back with our next segment, Ask a Grown-Up, right after this break. Speaking of grown-ups, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Hey, grown-ups. If you're anything like me, it's easy to let grocery shopping fall to the bottom of your to-do list. Kroger's grocery delivery service has taken the stress out of the process. You don't even need to leave your house. Shop online and get fresh groceries delivered to your house in as little as an hour. And who doesn't love a delivery? My daughter Olive sure does. It's a Pax's. What do you think is in it? I don't know. This is all special for you, Olive. The nice people at Kroger sent us all these snacks just for you. Learn more at Kroger.com. What does that look like? A tree. A tree? It kind of looks like grapes. And what's that? And we are back. It's time for Ask a Grown-Up. Today, our friend Chad is talking to two gardening experts from The Food Project. The Food Project is an organization that manages farms and greenhouses in and around Boston. But in addition to these farms, they also provide opportunities for young people to develop leadership skills in their community. We'll be talking to Danielle and Arlette. Danielle is a grown-up and manages a few of The Food Project's farms and greenhouses. And Arlette is a youth worker. They are 17 years old and have been working on farms and teaching classes with The Food Project since they were 14. Take it away, Chad. Can I ask you both to introduce yourselves, please? I'm Danielle. I'm the Boston Farms and Greenhouse Manager for The Food Project. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Arlette. I use they, them, theirs, and I'm a youth worker at The Food Project. So let's start at the beginning. Can you, either of you, tell me what is The Food Project? Okay, so the Food Project is a farming and youth organization, and we farm on farms both in the city and outside of the city around the areas of Boston. 
at The Food Project, do you grow basil? We grow a lot of basil in the back of the greenhouse, and we also grow basil on our farms outside. Another great thing about basil is it's a, it loves being grown in pots, so it's a really easy thing. Even if you don't have a garden space, you can grow a basil plant on your porch or your veranda or your, or your windowsill. So I could just have one pot that is just that basil plant. I don't have to have a whole garden. That's right. Yeah, like inside, if you have good heating, you could just plant it, leave it on your window, and there you go. Did you have a, a perfectly blooming garden the first time you tried planting one? It was actually. I was beginner's <laughs> luck. <laughs> Arlette was shaking their head no. No. I, I mean, I started with succulents and bulbs first. Oh, yeah. Which bulbs are really hard to maintain. Like, I've lost so many. <laughs> and so what did you do um, when your first garden didn't necessarily work out? After those bulbs didn't work, I continued. So I tried to find new ways to take care of my garden and how to maintain it so that I can get as much as possible without it dying. And does it go perfectly every time? No. Things <laughs> things happen, but like the more experience, the more you, you can do for the plants, then it's like it becomes easier. What do you love best about the work that you do at The Food Project? So for at The Food Project, in addition to growing food that we sell at lower prices, we also work to give people the tools to be able to grow their own food. Last spring, Arlette and some of our other teams led gardening workshops, free gardening workshops out of our greenhouse for people who are interested in learning how to grow food in their backyards. And then we would also install a raised bed garden in their yards for them to grow the food in. Uh, Arlette, what was it like to lead those workshops? It was a very fun experience because it's really nice to have like someone young like me to try to teach adults because like we don't really get those opportunities. So really giving me that chance to like sit them down and be like, okay, this is what I know was a really good experience. As a young person, do you feel there, there are other opportunities where you're ready to sort of have a, a voice in the community? Especially because of the food product, I definitely do. Because now I can like make a speech to people. I've been trying to get a raised bed at my school. And also I've been doing like a lot of like, when we have volunteers, I help lead the groups. So I have a lot of opportunities to like stand up and be like, okay, I'm gonna lead the group. This is what's gonna happen. And I might not get that in other places. So it's nice. What do you think The Food Project has done for you? How are you different after having worked for The Food Project? The Food Project has really helped me with becoming more confident in myself. So before, I kind of thought that, like, I can't really share my opinions because, you know, adults won't listen to me or they think that I'm not experienced. So this really helped me to be like, hey, this is what I know. And if you're not going to take it, that's okay. But at least I put it out there. So if someone wants to learn more about The Food Project, where should they go? You can check out thefoodproject.org for more information. We have a a great website. Thank you both so, so much for this conversation. It was really, really great speaking with you today. Chad, thanks so much for having us. It was great. Yeah, thank you for having this talk with us. Oh, here's a fun fact. If you wanted to use it about basil, I have a guinea pig who loves basil. So we also grow a lot of basil in our garden just for Guinness, our guinea pig. That's amazing. So it's basil. You have a guinea pig? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've already talked about that. Arlette is hurt. Well, that's all the leafy green goodness we have for today's episode. We are back with day three of Basil Week on Friday. We'll be doing some plant science with our pressing question segment and have something heroic with our wild card to cap things off. 
If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burndom, and I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, The Cutting Board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. This episode featured the voice of Kira O'Sullivan. Special thanks to Danielle Andrews, Arlette Lopez, and Jen James at The Food Project. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.